Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio surrounding area. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, thank you, KSLR, Barry, and everybody here at the station has been so good to me, and I'm just blessed uh, to be on here. Uh, so many people of my, I see, I greet at Cornerstone Church every every Sunday morning. I, I greet 700 to 1,000 people every Sunday morning at Cornerstone, and a lot of them listen to the show, so... Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you praise and the glory for each and every listener out there that they will learn and grow and use the Bible and your word to direct them in their decisions they make, the financial decisions, and have the love, joy, peace flow through them and go to others being able to teach, not to judge, but to teach and help and give them a lifting hand. And ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, uh, well, uh, lots of interesting stuff going on in the car business, and uh, I'll tell you, I'll talk about uh, my stepmother going to Fort Worth. Uh, that was a little fiasco for her, a wasted trip. But, you know, uh, I've talked about home field advantage. How many people, uh, how many dealerships uh, talk about home field advantage? No, all the dealers don't talk about it. I do. But uh, home field advantage, um, my stepmother, she wanted a perfect car, and she's got the money she can afford it. Two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and she can afford it. So she found this unit, and she talked to me and said, well, it's in Fort Worth, and we're going to run up there, a friend of mine and I are going to run up there. I'm going to take a cashier's check, and I'm going to leave a for most of it, and then I'll write a personal check for the little bit, just in case I can cut on the price. And they're telling me it just it's brand new and it's gorgeous and well worth the money. This, that, and the other. And then we find out it has a minor accident on it, you know. So that hurt it a little bit, but it was minor and it's a perfect car, perfect color, perfect equipment, perfect everything. Fit exactly what she wanted to spend, and she was stroking a check for it. So. You know, so everything fell in place. So she loaded up and she headed to Fort Worth. And she got up to Fort Worth and guess what? Well, it wasn't as nice as it was supposed to be. So they send a young salesperson out there and she chews them up because she listens to me. My dad furnished her cars, so she never had to worry about buying a car. She just, you know, just bought, you know, every time she turned around, she looked up. And the keys were on the counter for what she's driving. She went out, got in, and went on, and never thought about it, never had that opportunity. Well, I've educated her over the years and worked with her. And uh, there are certain dealers that she has bought in the past that she wasn't quite ready for. And, and buying her, I think she's helped her daughter and her granddaughter, and, and I think she bought one for her. But fees, how big are fees at a dealership? Unbelievable. I had a gentleman tell me, he said, yeah, my first cousin, he's a, he's an F&I guy, <laughs> and he charged me. He said, I got home, and I looked at it, and I found out he charged me 2,600 extras in fees. He said, that they, he ripped me off. I couldn't believe it. I'm never going back there. That, I'm done. I am done. 
And so fees, there's a lot of extra fees. Oh, yeah, maybe I ought to call out. Hey, give us a phone call, folks, 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Just call us. Hey, there's a lot of – if you ask the question, odds are that will help somebody else. And there, a lot of people are nervous about calling in. I had a radio a show on another one on Sunday afternoon another station, and we would get – 10 to 15 calls an hour. That's no joke. And, and the people love asking me questions. I could answer them all. Even had a couple of insurance agents call and try to chew me out, and that didn't work well for them. So, uh, you know, you got to know, I mean, you got to know what you're doing. And fees were piled on and piled on and piled on. And, you know, and so you may get the best price, but time you get out of fees and F and I, I found a, a extended warranty company I sure like, you know. And I've been talking about diminished value, or if you've been in a wreck, uh, I found a company that will provide money up to ten thousand dollars. Wow! So if you're in an accident, this is on top of that. It costs you about four hundred, somewhere around there. In that area, depending on the year of the car, this, that, and the other, and what you want to do. But anyway, diminished value will cover up to $10,000. Uh, extended warranties, they got the best price, the best coverage I've seen. And so I'm always studying, trying to help, just like Randolph Brooks, who uh, you know I recommend all the time. They got a great rate, and they also have a great price on their extended warranties. I don't believe they make any money or very little on the extended warranties, uh, a friend of mine, I just got her a Highlander, and she uh, she only, she got a hundred and twenty five thousand mile warranty on her car for fifteen hundred. Well, that was a great deal. Good morning, Dennis. Uh, and so, uh, you know, if you can get by with that kind of money, it's a great deal, especially for her. She's a single mom. She's by herself, and she's got coverage now. In fact, they covered uh, the Bluetooth. There was a Bluetooth problem, and that, that warranty covered it. So it was a great deal for her. So at the right price, yes, extended warranties work. A uh, lady that I know right now that uh, is my neighbor, uh, I sold her uh, Outback. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, uh, Paul. Uh, and so I sold her Outback, and we've been discussing extended warranty for it. And so just trying to help people get protection. Well, like I was saying, uh, Randolph Brooks loans money out, and they want you to be protected. They want to to help that. They got a note out. They got financing out. And if they know the the car, the engine blows up, some people won't be able to fix it. Well, this extended warranty helps you, protects your your asset. And, And that's what you need to do as long as the price is right and the coverage is right. And so... Uh, I've seen, I've heard, I've had callers a bunch lately that they go online and they buy a car online. And they're so excited, so easy, they don't have to talk to a human being. I got news for you, them computers smarter than I, we are. I know, I can't handle one. And so now they've designed computers where you can go online and you can buy a vehicle and they're smarter than you. They know what to ask, they know what to do, and they put stuff in automatically. They'll put prices in there, interest rates. I saw an advertisement going down the road the other day, and they can customize your financing. Yeah, they're going to customize it to their advantage, Bubba. Yeah, there ain't nothing free in the car business. In fact, I had a, 
a listener tell me, he said, yeah, said, I feel guilty when I go in there and taking all the fruit and the candy and the cookies and the and the uh, soda. She said, but then when I see the bill I get from them for service department, she says, I feel like getting me a grocery bag and going back in there and gathering some up more because, man, you know, the prices on getting stuff fixed and service is not cheap anymore. What man makes breaks, that's all there is to it. And so fees are added on everything. Situations that you come across that will put you in that position. So my stepmother heads to Dallas. Good morning, Russell. And so my stepmother heads for Dallas. I'm, I'm sorry, Fort Worth. She gets up there and she's talking to the young salesperson. And she says that don't know anything. He's dumber than a box of rocks. And so this kid, he's... You know, they hire anybody. You see all these signs in these car lots, experienced salespeople. They're tired of hiring these kids that don't know nothing, don't want to work nothing, and don't want to learn nothing. But anyway, I, I think they're just not into the car business. I mean, cars are not a priority to the millennials. So she gets up there, and so this salesperson goes to the general manager or sales manager, now he gathers him up another bullet, and he sends that salesman out there to close her. Well, she starts showing these issues about this car, and it's not as nice as they said they were, and it's got some problems. And so she's wanting to know how much they're going to cut. Well, they're not wanting to cut. She's explained to them, I drove four and a half hours to get to this place, and now you're not going to help me out, and you entice me by telling me this car was brand new. And it was gorgeous, and it was perfect, and it's not. She calls me. We go. She sends me pictures. We go over what it was going to take to fix the car, and it was, you know. But the car wasn't going to be perfect. It was going to look better, but it wasn't going to be perfect. So, so now she whips up on this salesperson because that that salesperson didn't know nothing. Sends them back to the sales manager. Sales manager gathering him up one more. Here we go. We're going to send a better one out there. So here we go. That salesman gets out there. And my stepmother had already talked to me. <coughs> so I had her prepared. So she gets to working on him, and he's got nothing, no authority, no nothing. Well, i got to go talk to the manager, you know. She says, hey, I'll tell you what, after she'd talked to me, she said, you know, 500 will make it look okay, and that's all. But I should be cutting a lot more money than that. Tell your manager that uh, I'll if they'll cut five hundred, I'll still buy it. And but during this time, she let them know that she had a cashier's check made out to the company for the amount, almost for the amount, and she was going to write another check. So she's paying cash for it. Well, the manager don't like no cash deal because the F and I department's going to miss out on making a bunch of money. So oh, no, and now he's getting hard nosed. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. She's paying cash. I can't make any money on. F and I, I'm, I'm getting the, and the sales manager gets maybe the feeling that, you know, she's going to be tough in the F and I, that she maybe be been schooled by somebody that knows what's going on. So he sends a fourth person. Now, here they go, Bubba. The cavalry's on the way. We're going to, we're going to take control of this deal. Gets out there and they, nothing changes. And she still tells him, knock off 500. So it, Sales manager sends word back out, no, I'm not knocking off 500. She traveled four and a half hours to get to Fort Worth to look at a car that was supposed to have been perfect. It's not home field advantage. 
come on in here. We're going to take care of you. We're going we're gonna to give you the best deal you ever had. Well, the car dealer magazines say don't say best deal. Do not say best deal. Don't say best interest rate. May, that little computer, it's going to shoot you some prices on uh, interest rate that'll, that would hurt Warren Buffett, I'm telling you. Yeah, 19, 20% interest. Warren Buffett wouldn't go for that. No, no, he'd throw a fit. So, you know, they want to make that money. They, so they send my stepmother down the road. Well, she leaves. So she's she, a little hot about driving all that way. She's, you know, not happy at all about the deal. So she gets a general manager on the phone, and he cops an attitude about like the you know, sales manager cops an attitude and don't want to cut the price, don't want to do it. Now, here's the key to this deal. The car has a light accident. Do as I say, but not as I do. Oh, if we were selling that Lincoln to that Chevrolet dealer, man, these boys are proud, more proud of a Lincoln than they are of their Chevrolets. They'd cut the price on the Chevrolet, but they're not going to cut the price on a Lincoln. Oh, yeah, Bubba, let's, let's try this. Deal. Let's look at this a little closer. They, they won't cut a price on Lincoln, but they'd cut a price on Chevrolet. They're more proud of that Lincoln than they are of their Chevrolet. So this guy, this general manager, cuts a deal. I mean, he gets an attitude. He's not cutting the price. She explains to him, y'all, oh, you know, y'all told me this car is brand new, and it's not. Well, he still don't care. I travel four and a half hours. He still don't care. Are we at a shortage of good low mileage cars and don't care? But with this accident report, as of last weekend, that car had so it was set on the internet for seventy days, and a good low miles nice car lasts about seven days on the internet now. So this car's been out ten times more than the vehicles normal. So with but it. Would they buy a car? Would they go to the auction? Would they buy off-lease a vehicle with an accident report, even though it's a light one? No, 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 no. I mean, you call a new car dealer up right now, and you got an accident on a vehicle, they'll throw a fit. Now, on the way back, my stepmother said, oh, she called me. She said, I, I forgot to tell you one thing. I said, uh-huh. You, you wanted to give 8000 for my car. I said, yeah. They wanted to allow her 1000 trade-in. I said, excuse She said, yes, a thousand trade-in. Man, I'm going to tell you, in the, in the days when Bonnie and Clyde was robbing everybody, they wouldn't have tried to rob somebody that bad. I'm serious. A thousand dollars for an eight thousand dollar vehicle? This is a low miles, nice little old lady car. I mean, the kind that you used car dealers lie about, you know, this blown little, little old lady, you know, never been hot. I about like that guy that bought that ZR1 Camaro from that boy off I-35. This car's never been hot-rodded. It's been well taken care of. An older gentleman had it, this, that, and the other. Come to find out that nitrous and the guy had been out drag racing it. So the motor comes apart, and that wasn't cheap to fix. Oh, man, this listener told me, he said, man, I can't believe how bad this guy lied to me. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes we lose our conscience. Did it, did that dealer lose his conscience? I mean, does he lie so much that you get to believe your own lies? You know, and here they, they're trying to give my stepmom. I mean, they could have 
they they could have sold that car retail probably eleven thousand, twelve thousand, as high as they priced their cars in Fort Worth. And instead they wanted to give her a thousand trading and they acted like they were helping her with a thousand. Excuse me. Let me have it for eight thousand. I'll show you how to make money. Yeah. About like the insurance claims adjuster that I had a little battle with not long ago. He kept telling me that uh, he was treating this, and a big-time uh, franchise dealer had hired me to fight for uh, get the money on the wreck car, and and I went to work for him, and I called this uh, this claims adjuster, and he said, "Oh, that that's all that car's worth. They got them all over uh, Craigslist at that price." I said, "They do." He said, "Yeah. In fact, there's one at same age, same miles." You can buy it for seven thousand dollars. I said, "Give me that phone number. I want to call it, and make money." Uh, 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 I, I can't find it now. Oh, okay. Well, there's another one on there that's that's uh, eight thousand dollars. I said, "Well, give me that phone number too." You know. Well, anyway, you know, you got to back up what you say, and sometimes they can't do that. Good morning, Ronnie Brown. I haven't seen you in a long time, and so we, you've got so many people work pulling at you at different directions. You got salespeople, they want home field advantage, they got her up there at Fort Worth. Then they want to beat her up on her trade. And then she hadn't even hit the F and I department. You gotta be prepared for a battle mentally, physically, and spiritually for all your money. You need an even playing field. That's what I'm trying to give you. And that's why I'm developing the YouTube uh channel, Randy Adams Inc. That's Randy Adams Inc. Go watch some of the videos. We're about to load up a bunch of others. Uh also Subscribe, please. I need subscribers to Randy Adams Inc. That's Randy Adams Inc. And tell twenty people to go to that to YouTube and watch and subscribe. And you can also go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. KSLR built me a new website. We're gonna put past shows on there so you can listen to them and we're gonna see about putting YouTube or a link to YouTube where you can go directly there. See what's new and what, what we're doing and the things that we're coming up with. I come up with Things every day, seems like. Every day, just like that, customizing your loan for a used car. Oh, man, don't that sound cool? Customizing? You can customize, you know, your loan. But that computer's smarter than you, Bubba. I'm going to tell you, it knows a lot more about everything. And these guys that put that stuff in there are trained professionals. So when you go in there and you, you get on the computer and you buy this car and it gets delivered to you, Harken the door. Let me explain why you got seven days to turn it back. You really got three days, but they want to make it sound better seven days. They want why they give you seven days, they want your family, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, everybody see you driving a new car. And they you know, they want you to uh sell yourself and sell your friends, Oh, I bought this new vehicle. I it's new and oh I got this great deal. Well, you know, do you lie or do you lie to yourself? Or do you trying to convince yourself you did a good deal? Well, sometimes it's pretty tough to do that when you, and especially right now, I'm paying. I paid twenty five hundred more this week for a truck than I would have fifteen months ago. I was buying this same truck, same year, same miles, twenty five hundred cheaper than I'm buying it now. 15 months later. And you know what? I'm happier to have it now than I was back then because there isn't none. What we're, we, we've developed 
Is people driving more, not taking care as much? Maybe more wrecks. I mean, the ice wiped out. Uh, I was by Inter- Enterprise Rent-A-Car. My friends all work there. Uh, Jim's usually on Facebook. Uh, and he told me, he said, yeah, the ice knocked them out. Man, they had a lot of rental cars that were wrecked. Wow. You know, here, you know, we got wrecks. We got repos. We got more miles. We got people not taking care of them. There is a shortage of nice cars. And that's why I can't believe that Chevrolet store didn't step up on my stepmom's trade. Are they trying to make a big lick? They think that they they got her four hours, four and a half hours from New Bronzeville up there in Fort Worth. She's not going to go back without the car. They got themselves convinced. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, happy birthday a little late, but I did hit you on Facebook. But anyway, and so... They thought they had her trapped up there in Fort Worth. She's not going to go back without this car. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't try to convince her a car was going to break down, even though it's got 60-something thousand miles, going back from Fort Worth to, to New Bronzeville. So, I mean, do, do you know, the mindset of dealers, they outthink us. They, out, they outproduce us. And they keep the big secret. What's the big secret, you know? The loss in value of cars. Even though they've gone up the last 12 months, and they're bringing more money than the last 12 months, but there is some stuff that's hard to sell. I just bought a 17 Ford diesel with two severe accidents on it. Nobody wanted to put a figure on the thing. Man, I'm going to tell you, I guess I'm fearless because I put a figure on it. It's a Ford diesel with two severe accidents on it. But it's worth something. You got to give the man something. I hope he got diminished value. You know that's why this new plan I've got is such a good deal. Because if he'd had this deal, the diminished value, even though it's even if it's his fault, and diminished value only works on somebody else, he could have gathered up toward the damage of ten thousand dollars, traded the unit in. I would have bought the unit. He'd have gathered, you know, five to ten thousand dollars to help buy him something else. Well now. He's ended up buying something else, but he didn't have that insurance policy. And then extended warranty-wise, I found the best warranty company. So I can say you extended warranty. We'll be set up probably in the next two weeks. So if you want to buy an extended warranty, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Hey, keep calling me. Uh, I've been super busy lately with all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, real estate and, you know, I buy houses and flip houses and um, just all kinds of stuff going on in my life. And I'm finally settled in my house that I redid, but I'm, I'm, it's not, you know, there's always something to do. I was talking to a friend of mine. She sells real estate, and she's working on her home. She says there's always something she needs to work on her home. But, I mean, unless you buy a new one, you're going to do something and, and getting the bugs out of the new ones. I I built three new homes in my lifetime. Of course, you remember, I'm getting pretty old. I'm almost old as dirt. But uh, uh, even the new ones, getting the bugs out of them, there's always something. Well, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Be sure and, hey, we're going to take a four-minute break, and we'll buy it right back. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, a few things like uh, – Psalms 12 and Matthew 6, it pertains to the car business, you know. 
and uh, maybe 11, Matthew eleven forty two. There's some scriptures in here today we're going to work on. And uh, I think I've talked enough about that trip to Fort Worth with my stepmom and, and fees because she's, she's sick. There's a couple of dealerships she won't go to because the fees are so high. You got to know, you know, dealer prep. Don't you get all your cars washed and, and waxed? Yeah, 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 Bubba. Okay, and then you want to charge your customer five eighty. Don't pay the five eighty. You don't have to get up, and walk out. It's free money. So if a dealership sells three hundred units a month and he gets five eighty, woo mercy! That's a lot of money, Bubba. Yeah, right directly in their pocket that you wouldn't have to pay. Well, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Hey. Call 20 people. Tell them to tune in to 6.30 a.m. The Word, kslr.com on their phone or computer. Hello, GMEs. I knew you was live and well. Good to see you. Uh, I, I told them about uh, poor Enterprise and all those wrecked cars uh, with the ice. But anyway, they, I, I use Enterprise. I like Enterprise. They're great. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something. If you're going on vacation, rent a car. Hey, it's better to wreck one of their cars than your car. That's I'd thought of it that way. <laughs> hey, and it's better to rent a car if you're going on vacation than buy one, that's for sure. This is Randy Adams. We'll be back in four minutes. Call 20 people. Tell them to tune in and go to Facebook Live. Randy Adams, God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Well, I'll tell you what, isn't it? Fun and, and crazy, isn't it? I, we live in a world that's changed, and and profit has become some people's god. And uh, we, but we have to take authority with decisions that we make with the help of the Word and the Lord. And uh, you know, sometimes we let our emotions, our feelings, our desires, and everything else get in the way. And uh, you know. We got to figure out what the root in us that causes us to buy things that we buy. Uh, you know, I'd rather buy something and help somebody than than reward myself. Most of the time, I used to have a friend of mine, and he passed away, and uh, he'd come visit me quite a bit on Sunday afternoons when I was when I working on one of my old cars, and. He would just have to have a hot rod, just, just you know, and he'd wear me out. What's it worth, you know? I, this is my dream car. I'm going to keep it forever, and I love it, and this, that, and the other. And he'd buy it, and two months later, he'd be wanting to sell it to me or have me sell it. And uh, the last one he bought just before he passed away, I told him, I said, that car is a $20,000 car. And he gave twenty six thousand for it, and then couldn't sell it, you know. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that's available to us, and sometimes we jump into it, and sometimes we're rewarding ourselves. And just like this gentleman that would buy toys and be so excited about it, and then want to sell it two, three months later. 
was what was the root in him that wanted him to own that thing and then hate it so bad and want to get rid of it and work to get rid of it. And lots of times he'd lose money because when he went into the deal, his pride, his selfishness, his greed would overcome the real value of the car. And he was in the car business, but he always called me on a lot of stuff, and especially his toys, you know. But, uh, you know, but when the sun came up, this is Matthew 6, 13, 6. When the sun came up and, you know, the heat was on, was that sun coming up? Is that our ideas of buying a vehicle? That could be. The plants were scorched. Well, that was, you know, that was that car shining in the sunlight, looking like brand new. And they withered because there was no root. Does the car lose its spectacular view and that undesirable? They become undesirable because we got to work on them, we got to clean them, we got to maintenance them, we got to look at them, we got to get behind the wheel, and then we got to make that payment. Good morning, Greg. And so the root, I'm going to study the root. What causes me to buy stuff? What causes me want to sell stuff? What causes me to lose? You've lost that love and feeling. You ever lost that love and feeling on one of the vehicles? I've had some of them I hate, not lost love. I hated it. I had a BMW not long ago. I'm not sure I was ever going to fix that little darling. Tom, hello, Tom Bombas, man. You know, I still got a bowling ball that Tom sold me. I was his brother. No, that's Tommy. I think Tommy's the one that sold me. 1968, and I still bowl with it. And I still have the, the case that I got the ball in, too. Yeah, well, old as you. But, I mean, that's, I, you know, I guess I'm setting my ways. There's a phone call. Give it, thank you for calling in. Phone number here is 210-340-9585. At blank, they must have hung up. Call back if you want to. 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Yeah, I guess I get set in my ways, and that bowling ball was fine with me, and the bag was fine with me. It's a plastic bag to carry the ball. Yeah, and I moved uh, just recently, and there he goes again. And and uh, I, I got it out, and I thought about Tommy Bombs. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but I, you know, if we get set in our ways, where's the root? Where what causes us to do what we do? What causes us to think what we think? And so it's it's so crazy of what's going on in our lives, that we keep doing the same thing over and over. Is that insane, they, they say, is, is definition of it? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting something new or different? You know, I mean, uh, I've got people I know that trade every three years. Well, what's going to happen with a zero interest rate when everybody in the world tries to trade at the same time? Are we going to have too many used cars on the market at one time? That'll be great. That'd be good. We got Carlos. Oh, man, Carlos showed up. I, I wonder yeah. what he's been doing the last three weeks that I haven't been alive. He's been yeah, mad at me, probably. You don't love you me no more. <laughs> you hire a Mexican, I'm here for you, two for one. <laughs> I still love you. Hey, you, hey remember, you, if I need your blood, I'll take it. If you need my blood, I'll give it to you. We're brothers. Uh, Anything I have is yours, and what you have is yours. <laughs> it's my pleasure, Randy. 
a pleasure to surround you. How's how's everything? Your house, your health. Oh, uh, things are getting better. Things are getting I'm better. Sure. I'm so how about, thank How you about really your back? You. Did you go to the doctor? You don't listen to me. I found no, out Carl's had back you. problems. He won't listen to go to my chiropractor here in town. Don't, don't do nothing. Hey, don't you're about as hard head as my ex wife. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Who are no, you helping this week? Hey, uh, before I, you waiting no, on no, the, no. hey, are, are you waiting on stimulus money to buy a car or what? Oh, but don't tell nobody. <laughs> the stimulus check is that's what the reason I call you. I have a a, a couple of guys, a neighbor. She said, Gerardo, uh, we 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 have a little money and we're waiting for the check for the stimulus stimulus." So they went to a dealer, I don't know which dealer, uh, and what about if the people, it's a couple of dealers, they say, filling out the papers, we can get you checked for you. How good is bad? How, how is good is bad? It's something you can explain to us, Mr. Randy. Well, number one, check out the dealer you're dealing with, number one. Uh, check out the price of his cars. Check out the interest okay. rate. Uh, okay. Check out if if it's the car's got extended warranty or if it's got the uh, diminished value policy i'm i'm going to be selling that and and i open it up to other dealers i'm it's such a good deal i want to spread it around i've got if the dealer wants to buy the best warranty i've seen texas direct used them in houston and i knew rick uh real well rick williams and and he studied a situation and it's the best warranty and the best deal number one we need protection and and number two you need to know what you're paying and you really need to pray about it, study about it, and make the right decisions. Uh, you need to be in the Word every morning with the Bible. I mean, this world has gone crazy. I think it's upside down. And if yes, you've got sir. a little money, you got to make it work as best as you can and make the right decisions and do with the, the right vehicle and deal with the right person and write everything down. I, I think I've got lax lately on telling everybody, hey, take pen and paper and write down everything that salesman says. Write down and, and take your your uh, phone and you've got a calculator. Figure out what your payment's going to total up to be. I had a gentleman in about two weeks ago, well, longer than that, it was just before the ice storm, the ice age, and... Uh, and this guy, he thought he was paying, you know, ten thousand dollars for a truck. He was bragging, yeah, I bought it for ten thousand. But when he gets through paying, this is no joke. When he gets through making payments, it's twenty-two thousand. And wow. uh, and it was about a five six thousand dollar truck he bought. But did he did he get under ether? Did he get under this great salesperson? Did you know? I mean, what what caused him to get buried? And it's because lack of study, lack of being prepared, lack of adding up the payments, uh, stuff like that. You know, and he calls me. My phone number is 830-708-4789. But he calls me too late after he'd signed up on this truck, paid him 4000 down. And he's in time he gets through, he's going to be paying 2200 for a truck that's an old four model truck. And so, you know, when the sun came up, that's the heat on the deal. That's the heat of us trying to buy something. So your friends need to need to number one, save all the money they can and start asking everybody and doing the research on finding something. So anyway, 
Any, any other question, Carlos? Might have lost him there. Sound like he's with his family. But anyway, so, yeah, you know, if you've got some money and you're waiting on stimulus money and you got income tax money, you know, gather it all up and start researching. Start doing your homework. Start talking to people. See if they've got something to sell. See what will fit your family, what will fit your budget, what will fit the future. Are you going to have more kids? I mean, uh, I got I bought a sports car about a month ago from some people, and they were newlyweds, and they bought this sports car, and they had plans on having kids, you know. And so they were trying to get rid of it. I ended up buying it. Uh, but they they were hustling, trying to get the right size vehicle. Well, the blessing they got is that her mother gave them a vehicle, so they didn't need the sports car, and they got a bigger vehicle. So things worked out, but you got to be prepared. What are you planning for the future? What are you doing? You're going to stay working here? You're going to be traveling more? I've got so many calls lately is gasoline's going up. Well, here we go again. When the sun comes up, the heat's on. That's right. So now you got to figure out, good morning, Chris Wilson, uh, you got to figure out what you're doing, how much you're driving, what fits your situation. You know, are you, how far do you live from your work? Are you going to change work? Do you have to, in, intentions? Are you going to school online? Or are you trying to improve yourself to, to a better position, a better job? And so everything needs to be looked at. Every option needs to be looked at. Everything that will pertain to the future but so many people have signed up on this zero interest rate, paid way too much for their car. They thought they got the one-time greatest deal in the world. And here we got zero interest rate everywhere. Furniture, all kinds of stuff. Diamonds. Man, I'm, I'm not a diamond fan. I mean, you know, uh, I don't wear a ring at all. And diamonds, oh, man, they'll cut you a deal on a diamond ring right now. Hey, are people trying to get rid of inventory because they're scared of the valuation of the dollar due to the Democrat Party or what? But, I mean, these people that rushed in paid more money. They should have took the 15000 that the factory was giving back instead of taking zero interest rate. Took the 15000 got them Randolph Brooks or, or uh, Lightstream. Lightstream's a good company, especially if your credit's a little weak. And go online and check them out. And so you could have took, you could have got you a loan. You'd have made a better deal by taking the fifteen thousand off the car, got you a lot better deal, worked them down, and that way you could, you know, you you could have got one point nine. The, the zero interest rate. There's no nothing free in the car business. Zero interest rate was with for people with great credit. Well, the people with bad credit couldn't get zero interest rate. So the people with good credit should have took the 15000 down. Instead of the zero, they would have been ahead of the game. If a car dealership right now, other than Toyota, I guess Toyota's smarter than we are. They can get back into production. I'm not sure they quit production. They got back in production quick, and they're filling the lots up. But Ford, Chevy, GM, the American people, they're way behind on inventory. If a dealership's sitting with a whole lot of inventory, it's due to them pricing their cars too high. I had a gentleman that uh, I had dinner with with some other couples in my neighborhood just bought a Ford truck. He said that the local people were 5000 higher than the new truck he bought. But he listens to my show. 
He shopped, shopped, shopped. Uh, he even shopped the one I recommended, and they got they didn't have the exact color and situation. He said, yes, he could have bought from them and saved $5,000, but they didn't have the truck he really wanted, the color and the option, and they were short. And the reason they're short is because their prices are right. If, if a dealership's sitting on a lot of inventory, that's because they're, uh, they're pricing their cars too high, and they don't care. They're scared that they're not going to get caught up. You can't sell out of an empty wagon. That's what car dealers say. And and that's a fact, you know. And that's why I had to step up on that truck I was telling you about. I paid 2500 more for that, And I, I didn't have a choice. Do I buy them or not? Do I sell out of an empty wagon? Yeah. So how do you invest your time? How do you invest your money? Do you invest your time learning and growing and understand what's going on? That's what I want to do. And that's what I try to do. And I, and I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, cars, trucks, houses, it don't matter what it is. And here, here's something that I, I was studying on last week. Matthew eleven forty two. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is my disciple, how much we love God. We're praying how much we love God can be measured by how well we treat others. I'm beginning to wonder we don't treat our brother like we should. Do unto others as you have done to you. Um, do we treat our brothers? We know the difference. We know the loss of value. We know we're intimidating them. Hello, Don. Uh, we know we're intimidating them. We know that we're taking advantage of them. We know they're going to be buried. We know that they're going to have a tough situation. We know that we're having problems with certain cars. Good morning, Jake. And so we've got all that's bound up together. So are we treating our fellow person? You know, this is pertaining to helping people, no matter the it's talking about the little ones, but that's helping people that's not as smart as you, not as rich as you, and helping them the right way, tell them the truth. If you know the truth and you don't tell them, are you lying? And and that's a possibility in the car business constantly, because what's going on is: Are you treating them right? Are you taking care of your brother? Do you love your brother enough to tell them the truth? Hey, you're gonna be buried in this car. You ever had you ever had a salesperson apologize for selling you a car? Well, I mean, what man makes breaks? You know, if you're selling a used car, you got to be prepared to spend some money. You're not paying the retail brand new price. I mean, these new trucks, eighty thousand dollars, ninety thousand dollars. I got a buddy who just bought a new Ford truck, Mac Daddy, ninety-two thousand dollars. Woof! What's it going to be worth in three, four years with one hundred fifty thousand miles on it? Twenty-five or thirty. That is if he takes care of it. Now, if he beats it up, makes it look. I had a, I looked at a seventeen Ford. It probably cost, uh, pretty close to new and seventeen eighty grand. This truck was abused, and I'm telling you, they were having a tough time finding the money on this truck. Yeah, I ended up buying it. It was rough and it didn't do well. But anyway, uh, you gotta, you gotta take what you own. Do you are you? Do you want to take care of it? What you own, do you proud of it? Are you proud of how you take care of it? People see how you take care of your vehicle. People see how you are. But, I mean, sometimes we don't care what people think or say. And then there's times when we do.
There's times when our pride gets in our way, our selfishness gets in our way. But I want you to make sure to understand that maybe sometimes on that other side of that desk, that person's not looking for your, your well-being, you making the best decision. Profit, profit and money is the God of the car business. And so, you know, you, you've got to be prepared to understand what's going on. And, and so be sure and give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Jimmy, hello, Jimmy. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Um, I'm glad you called. Oh, um, thank you. I'm listening. I've been, I've been listening to you uh, all morning. Uh, hey, um, I was going to tell you, I would never buy a car for a truck for eighty or ninety thousand dollars. <laughs> Makes two of us, unless I got a soul. <laughs> Best uh, kind of car for me is a soul car. <laughs> But you know, if I, if I, you know, I, I was listening to you earlier about that Lincoln and how they didn't want to. I, I would be in there uh, preaching the gospel to them, the dealership, and I will. I want. I'm not afraid. Well, to tell them and and most of most of car dealerships will tell you they're Christians, uh-huh. unless they're of the Muslim descent if they're from foreign country, and. Yeah. Uh, and the Muslims doesn't even I've seen in the in the business they don't take care of their their uh, their type, and so well, you know. But I've I've got I know I know a, a evangelist that will lie to you, and he's lied to me, and he's lied to everybody else that's in the car business, and all he's doing now is selling. But he, I was scared; I would never take his word. So lots of times. You know, once saved, always saved. People think that they can say and do whatever they want to, and it's okay. But it's really not because I was reading that every careless word that we say, we're going to be accountable for in in the end times. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty strong to, to live with, you know. Well, it tells you that in Matthew 24 that there will be uh, – um, people like that oh yes but i mean you know and there's a lot of people that work the churches for uh for customers good morning johnny and so uh you know so they want the customer they want to build the trust and then they they put them in debtor's prison forever you know and then then the cycle keeps going over and over you know, every three years they got to buy a new vehicle. Every three years they got to think about a different vehicle. You know, and people like trading. I mean, they've got a new system out now where you pay nothing but for gasoline, and it runs you fifteen hundred to two thousand a month. If you need tires, you don't pay for it. If you need brakes, you don't pay for it. If uh, you pay, you don't need to pay for insurance, no nothing. But they, the dealer makes three to four hundred a month on the car. So the dealer ends up making thirty six to forty eight hundred a year on that vehicle, and you're paying for depreciation, you're paying for mileage, you pay for it all, and you know, and if you want to spend fifteen hundred, two thousand a month, and they they've got an exchange fee where you can exchange it and put in something else. So dealerships are searching for every way that they can make money. Uh, I had about ten days ago a gentleman called me, and. He went to a uh, Buick dealer, 
and they wanted 11000 to fix his wife's car. He calls mm. me, and he said, I guess I need to get rid of it. I said, what all did they say they needed to fix? And he told me, and I said, that don't sound right. Anyway, we got everything fixed up to date for 2600 But he said, well, how can they price that 11000 to me? And and y'all get it fixed for twenty six hundred. I said, well, number one, my mechanic is fair and honest, and number two is they want to sell you a new car, and at eleven thousand, you'd rather spend buy a new one than spend the eleven thousand and have the used one. And so they're working every avenue to sell you, close you, and give you the direction they want you to go to buy, you know, and and to put you in something new. I've had people. Uh, husbands call me, say their wife went in there for a service and come out with a new car with a fifty, sixty thousand mile car, and they convinced them that they were about to spend eight or ten thousand in, in the near future keeping that car, getting it going, and and you know and be mad because and then they own the car right, they make four thousand when they re retail it. They probably made four or five thousand selling the car. They put all the extras and the high dollar extended warranty instead of the cheap. Warranties that paid the same thing. All these warranties are the same, but it depends on what the dealership charges. I had a F and I man call me. He said, "Randy, I got three children." I said, "I know you, Rudy." He said, "I got three children. We all have extended warranties. We all buy one and two year old cars. Me and my wife have got extended." I said, "Yeah, but you say, you can buy it at cost, not what you charge. What do you charge the customer walking in? You don't want to say that on the air." Because, you know, you make plenty of money on the F. And I, I said, if you know, people need to buy it. If they can buy it at your cost, what the warranty people charge the dealership, yeah. So all those things come in factor, and, and people have to be prepared. Well, I thank you, Jimmy, for calling. I've talked to Jimmy several times. He's a man of God, and I appreciate his input. I appreciate him listening. And that's what I want from you listeners. I want you to be able to listen and learn and grow, but so well that you can teach others. Jimmy's still online. He's off. Well, thank you for calling in, Jimmy. Hey, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Uh, go to your YouTube channel, Randy Adams Inc. That's Randy Adams INC. And hey, subscribe, watch a couple of videos, tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams Inc. I need the help. I need to expand this thing. I need to make it grow. I'm trying to improve it. And go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Thank you, KSLR, for improving my website. And give me a call, 830-708-4789. Be the best you can be. Do unto others as you would have done to you. I want to be the best. I want you to do the best. I want the best for you. Give me a call anytime. I'd love to talk to you. Keep calling just in case I don't answer, 830-708-4789. 708-4789. God bless you. Hey, Lord willing, I'll talk to you next Saturday.